Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pillow Talk, the new quarantine series of Pussy Church, where I call some of my favorite creators to talk about their artistic process, sexuality, and play a few little games with them. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at TalesOfLaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today, I'm checking in with audio porn heartthrob Jim from Feel Good Phil. We talked about how he quit his office job to become an adult performer, tips on dirty talk, and why the Hitachi wand is basically a magic wand. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pillow Talk, the special quarantine edition of Pussy Church, where I talk to some of my favorite creators. And today I'm here with, and I'm so excited, Jim from Feel Good Phil, an adult performer and content creator who just eclipsed 10 million views on Pornhub. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. The girls are going to go crazy. Like, I actually found... (laughs) That's true. I found you. We did this segment on audio porn on Pussy Church. And we reviewed a few websites and apps. And on Quinn, I found your porn. And then we talked about it. And I was like, this is amazing. This is... He's so good. Um, And my co-host and I were both actually, like, into... I think we both listened to Wristbound. We're like, this is so hot. And then all these girls started... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were DMing and they're like, oh, my God, this guy is so amazing. So, oh, my gosh. So flattering. So yes. flattering. I'm not. This is. Is this an attempt to get free phone sex from me? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fooled again. I told Remy Casimir and Charlotte on how come like you guys. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm inviting you to a podcast That's so it. we can have a phone sex. And you, you have me. We, you know, you have me on FaceTime, too. So I don't know. I don't know how much I'd be charging for this level. Yeah, of, he's like, this is just this free work. Like, what, <laughs> what are you trying to do? Trick me? <laughs> Trapped. Absolutely. Trapped yeah, I trapped you. Um, <laughs> that being said, um, how did you actually get started? I want to know. Well, you know what? Um, I found, you know, audio porn. At the lowest point in my life, um, okay. in my twenties, um, I was prescribed Xanax for PTSD anxiety, and you know it was kind of oh. a dangerous prescription. And that kind yeah. of that, you know, that blotted out ten years of my life. That was kind of really oh, rough. Man. Take just taking my prescribed dose. And towards the end of that, when I was really at my lowest, you know, I gained um, 120 pounds in those ten years. And I, you know, I, I've always kind of struggled with my weight, but you know, that really kind of pushed that over the edge. Mm, and I yeah. had an eating disorder. I was bulimic for, you know, eight of those eight of those years and just really unhealthy and really down. But, you know, I, I always kind of, um, I guess just who I am, the pleaser that I am, I always have, have been kind of a sexual person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was actually looking for... Um, audio-only versions of, like, ASMR videos. Like, just, oh. like, relaxation things. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, nothing really illicit or anything oh. like that. And Because <laughs> I use those, I would use those to relax when I was in really bad withdrawals. Yeah. Um, and I happened upon Reddit's, like, audio subreddits, and I happened upon Gone Wild Audio. And, you know, like, for a morbidly obese pervert, who was really, really sad and could get some positive attention oh, through this. This was like a great escape, yeah. you know? So I did that and it was really personal to me. And, and you know, um, 
I, I had some things happen and I actually found recovery. And, and during that time, I, I stopped doing this and I thought I never would again. But, but after I got better, you know, my life really changed. And, yeah. you know, I've had like happiness and positivity and it's really, really awesome. So I decided that I could pick this back up. What about the audio porn? How did you start recording yourself? What about the scenarios? Are these like your fantasies? How did you come up with this? How did so for, you train your growls? And <laughs> um, well, you know, okay. <laughs> wow. We'll okay. get into those. We'll get into those. That's, that's kind of an advanced Pratt's audio porn 601. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> no, so I really started on my smartphone. Okay. And I, you know, started just like doing little improvised, you know, 10 or 15 minute scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um recording them behind my my wife at the time's back, quite honestly. Oh my god. And we're good. You know, the great thing is we're good buds now and she's one of my biggest, you know, supporters. So oh, amazing. she eventually cool. found out, but it's okay. <laughs> um just recording on my smartphone and like little improvised scenarios of things, yeah, that I thought you know, that I thought was sexy. And it's really just been, like, you know, kind of trial and error. I've, I've mm -hmm. learned how to engineer and edit audio a little bit, kind of set up a recording space and use a mixer and, and all that stuff. And that's been fun. You know, those little things from going to your phone and not knowing how to do anything, you know, just speaking or jerking off into your phone to now jerking off into high quality audiobook style mics. <laughs> So it can really capture the moment precisely so. <laughs> and, well, you know, I don't really listen to audio porn. I'm a dirty, nasty, male animal, <laughs> like visual guy. And, and that, but see, but what I, but that's the kind of audio porn, though, I like to make. I like to be really dirty and filthy and describing like fluids and pulsing holes and all of that stuff. Oh, you do. You oh, know, you because do. like, that's like, well, I, I'm kind of like that. And I'm kind of trying to describe to you like a dirty, nasty visual style scene where, you know, maybe it's it's kind of a Pornhub style scene, but the focus is on making you come. Yeah. You know? I want to give you a compliment on your audio porn, but it's also so funny because I've masturbated to your porn, right? So that's like a funny thing when you meet somebody and you're like, oh, hey, I masturbate to your work and it's incredible. Like it gets me off. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that makes me feel awesome. I mean, like, Everyone needs a little time to themselves. And one of the cool things about my content is if I'm doing it right um, and I'm performing at my best, I can really just get lost in a scenario, you know, improvise it kind of like the whole way through. I start off with a little outline and then mm -hmm. like that's what I'm going to build off of. And then I let just let I have the sex in my head, like what would happen if I were just yeah. playing out the scenario? And that's really all it is. It's there's nothing. There's the formula, guys. You know, go do it. But, I mean, you do like a lot I'm of sound it, effects. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and when, when uh, that's true, the engineering part that comes, you know, you start, first start recording your dick, and then you know you add in some sound effects, you foley some things, some other sounds. It's interesting. Do you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, like you know, like doors closing. True. Know, doors closing and and things like that. Um, but no, every when I'm doing it right. It's almost like a mindfulness exercise. When I was in high school, I was a band geek. Okay, I played trombone. Mm -hmm. One of the things I loved doing the most was like jazz band and jazz improv solos, like jazz and blues and stuff like that. Because, you know, you can kind of get the structure, you have the outline, you have the chord progression, you know kind of where the music's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And then you, you create the melody, you know, you, you know, you weave that for the audience. 
And when, you know, you really feel that and you're performing really well and the audience like digs that and you can be totally in the moment. And for someone like me, who's like an anxious sort, there aren't very many moments where I could be totally out of my head. Like that, that is so funny that you say that. Yeah, I, it's so funny. So many times I knock um, my my mic stands or something because I'm actually acting out the things I'm doing with my hands. Like I'm spanking like <laughs> because I'm just like in it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I recorded myself recording one of these audio scenarios, the ones where I'm not masturbating, the ones where I'm just kind of standing at my at mics, it would look ridiculous. It would be preposterous. Like, what is this I guy think it's doing? Amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll do it one day, but I'll release it. I'll record it, but I'm gonna release it as like a gag reel thing. Like, a gag you guys reel, have got to yeah, see yeah. what this. I actually look like. Like, I'm fucking the. I've got clothes on. You know, I've got. I'm in flip flops and and you know gym shorts or whatever. So you know, fucking the air and it's... spanking my microphone stands. <laughs> but that's. As but you, you know do. what that's. But, but you know what that is is that's because I'm lost in that yeah, and I'm able to be mindful. And if I do my job right, I want you to put on your headphones and I want want it to be good quality and I want to have things like, you know, we mentioned the effects and yeah, it's kind of goofy, but all of those things, when you add those in, the, you know, that's they're immersive, right? Yeah, because yeah. your brain doesn't have to account for those things in the scenario. Your imagination doesn't have to go for what does it sound like? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. If I have an effect that helps put that in your brain. And so you can kind of slip in to the scenario, to the sex, get lost in that. Yeah. And you know what you are for that 10 minutes? You're mindful too. So totally. on, both sides, on both sides of it, if I do a good job, I'm mindful when I record it, and then you can be mindful, and you can masturbate while being mindful. Mindful masturbation is the best. <laughs> Mindfully masturbate. It is. Well, actually, it's interesting because I kept on, or on a podcast, but in general in my life, for me, sex is kind of like what you just described. Like for me, it's the place where I'm most present, right? Where I actually think about the least, like. I can just be there and be fully in the moment. So that's mo- mainly what sex is to me, and that's why it might be a little addictive, or <laughs> you know, in, Fair, in its yes. own way. In its own way. So I totally can see that. That even if you go back into that space, it can be such a mindful experience. And maybe even if you're alone, when you're masturbating by yourself, and really can be so present, it's incredible. And it's like a meditation. And then after you're finished, you realized. It's like you took a little nap or something. Is that where the where the name came from? Feel Good Filth? You know, my life now, again, my second chance at life. Almost like I'd call an afterlife, really, um, mm-hmm. at, at some at some junctures and by some measures, um, is all about it was all about that. It's about being yourself. It's about not having any shame. Yeah. And if you tell people that you make porn, like when I left my my corporate job in January, I did it I did yeah. corporate um, information security program managed stuff at an international bank. And um, and when I told everybody I was leaving to make porn, that was just you know, the funny thing was. Wait, didn't you do? Button, didn't you do an audio on that though? I did. Quitting time was kind of. I, I did one. Um, that was kind of like a last day at work thing, and that, <laughs> yeah. I, I released that the week after. So it was a little curse commemorating my. Uh, like this one goes out to all my my former coworkers. But they're like, yeah, guys, feelgoodfilth.com. If you want to see my dick, you can go there, and oh, you know, have all that stuff. And um, I was, you know, I was. How did they react? You know what the funny thing was is people, it was like this kind of amused bewilderment at first, but they were happy for me (laughs) because, you know, like it was really, really cool and they were so encouraging. And I get messages sometimes like, 
and you came up on a conference call today again. I'm like, that's great. I'm, I'm so happy I'm able to give people, those people in corporate America, a little entertainment. That's, That's the work true. of a sex clown right there. You can be funny for like your former coworkers. They're slaving away in corporate America. My heart goes out to them. And, uh, you know, they can at least laugh at me after I'm gone. <laughs> it's true. You got to have it. You got to have some fun with this whole thing. Wait, wait so you, st- you started with audio, right? But yes. on Pornhub, you also do solo masturbation videos now. Yes. Pornhub and the OnlyFans. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And so how did that happen? Like, when did you decide to switch over or also do on camera stuff? Well, I have been masturbating since I was 12, so I have some real experience doing it. I've been masturbating True. so many, so I guess I found audio porn. Let's see, how old was I? I was 32 or 20, 32, yeah, and I started masturbating when I was 12. So I've been masturbating like that, <laughs> you know, for 20, you know, 20 years before I found audio porn. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like a natural extension of that. Um, yeah. I, when I was, you know, at my job, I, I released a few videos like from the neck down. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't include my face in them. Not that I hid my face like on my Instagram or anything. I, I don't I don't know. Just at that at that point, I just didn't feel like doing that. Yeah. And I got a really great response. And you know, I I was able to sell a bunch of dick pics and things like that. Just small time to you know, some of my fans. And I was actually able to give my sister money for her wedding photos. I'm like. I'm like, um, my sister, Andrea, I guess she doesn't, she doesn't care. If she's been on my live stream, she doesn't care if I use her name. Um, she, I'm like, Andrea, your, my dick pics paid for your wedding pics. This is incredible. Wait, how much is a dick pic? I, you know, back then, see, here's the whole thing. Here's the problem is that yeah. you, um, you know, you don't do any visual stuff. And so a dick pic is very valuable to people. People yeah. will pay a lot for a dick pic when they're scarce. Wow. But, you know, now that I'm on the Internet, you know, my OnlyFans, you can get that for three bucks a month. I'm real okay. cheap now. I can't charge that amount <laughs> for dick pics. But you're That's going hilarious. on the vol- volume, right? You, you do enough stroking vids. When, you, when you're more comfortable with yourself and, and on several levels, right, it will influence your sex life. It does. You right? know, for someone like, like me, a lot, of an- yeah, and a lot of anxious people, like even in the bedroom, you let anxiety get in your head and it can keep Absolutely. you from, or- from orgasming. You know, I have... Women I've have that struggled. a lot, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I've struggled with that too. You know, there's a lot yeah. of times I really wish I could be done in like 15 seconds. I kind of envy that at times. Well, well she does you know? not want that, so... Oh, I know, I know that. So that, <laughs> at times, just every now and again when I get a little frustrated, but, you know, oh, sometimes I just you, can't you, get you that. you have a performance anxiety or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I have total yeah. performance anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you're like, when, when can I come? Can I not come? And then when you think about that... And then, like, you lose your erection and things oh, like totally. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All that. And that doesn't yeah. happen all the time, but that, if I don't kind of... No, but that's a normal you know, thing interdict that can happen. in that, yeah. right? When we have negative feelings, we have to counter them with with positive self-talk before they turn into negative thought patterns. Yeah. When you talk about these things with people or with yourself, right? And when you are working in this space, I think it also changes a lot because I think I'm I'm so grateful for like a lot of people that I've been talking to during quarantine or with this podcast and just communicating about sexual positivity and about the struggles that we go through, but also about the beauty of it and like the joy and the fun and like the jokes you can make. And I mean, I'd only do silly dad jokes like all day long. I feel about sex, you know, just because it entertains me and it makes it more normal. And so then 
I just wish for everybody, if you can get a little bit more of that in your life, right? A little bit more of a feeling of not being alone, being there with somebody, accepting yourself and your sexuality. Like, that's so cool. And if, like, you can listen to some filthy audio porn and then they can hear you talk about body image, I think it's really great because it just gives you a full-on spectrum of what it means to be human and sexual, right? Yeah, and, and I think, you know, we all just... You know, unfortunately, we're we're taught not to share those things. We're Absolutely. taught not to talk about them. Yeah, we're yeah. taught to be ashamed. So then we teach our kids to be ashamed. To be, to be ashamed. Now, my only my only kid is my cat son, and he, I have no <laughs> shame around ashamed. him. You know, he, and he's not ashamed. <laughs> oh my gosh, the video! And when we started doing video, I do have a video cat blooper out there on my OnlyFans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It is. I do have a censored version on my website too, but it's really. Oh, the cat's really like, "What are you ridiculous. doing? What are you doing over there?" We're taught to be ashamed, right? And the funny thing sure. is, you know, I do dirty, filthy, kinky, you know, porn and scenarios. Yes, but, you do. But <laughs> normal ass people listen to them, and people are like, you know, I've, I've been ashamed of that, and I'm like, you're a normal ass person. Oh, I want to like, know what yeah. people write to you. What what is what are the DMs you get and shit? Like, they must be wild. Most of my DMs, I'll be I'll. 100% honest with you. Okay. Eight out of 10 DMs are just, no, seven out of, seven out of 10 DMs are really just kind. Like, hey man, you know, I, I like your content. I followed you on Instagram. I love your cat. You know, thanks for doing what you're doing. I was <laughs> I able to squirt cat. for the first time. I was able Blame. to, you know, yada, yada, yada. Or I employed this with my partner. And that's always great to hear when, when people have, can apply that stuff to their own sex mm, life. Like that's really, totally. really awesome. I've got an odd message from a guy saying, hey, you know, my girlfriend kind of, um, or my partner, whomever, introduced me to this, and I actually really dig this kind of like BDSM play. Thanks, dude, you know, for, for introducing me to that. So I get nice. seven out of 10 messages are just nice. They're just nice mm-hmm. messages. I would say like one <laughs> out <now>. of, <laughs> like one out of 10, I don't know, maybe, at, maybe, it feels like seven out of 10 messages that I read are very nice. You okay. know, I would say maybe, and then there's like 50 out of 50% that are just high. Hey, I just delete Oh, those. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get this too. Yeah, yeah. Hi and hey. I'm like, that's, but if someone says, hey, hey, Jim, I like, I really like your content. I'll always try and maybe at least like it, send an emoji back because there's more folks. It's harder yeah. for me to do. But there's a lot of those. And then, you know, some people send unsolicited nudes. Not many. Not many do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's funny. It must be a little bit different because um, not to be stereotypical here, but I think as a female porn performer or adult performer, you probably get way more dirty messages than as a man. No, (laughs) it's not even it's not even a that's not even an element. We shouldn't even be discussing that because this is implied. Why are we discussing the grass is green and the sky is blue and female performers are going to get really nasty (laughs) abusive stuff and like a ton of unsolicited dick pics. You get like nudes from girls though, I'm assuming. Yeah. I've got a few dicks and I'm like, hey, I've got a dick. I got an unsolicited dick pic. You're like, that's pretty funny. And that was a really celebratory thing kind of for me. But once it would happen a whole bunch, maybe, maybe not. But, you know, yeah. most of my stuff, to be quite honest with you, is just really nice. What are some projects that you're working on right now? Is there something new coming out that people can listen to, promo? Yeah, so I release a bunch of stuff. I release six audios a month on my Patreon, kind of my monthly site. I've got an OnlyFans where I do three stroking vids a month. I'm just, I'm just working on a lot of stuff. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, 
when I move out to California, I'm, I'm looking to do some like some partnered, you know, partnered content. I wanted to ask you, is and that something that's that you what, would you know, go into? Yeah, yeah. And I want to do it from like a little different perspective. I want to do more like female POV. Oh, nice. Okay. I want to make shit that's just the hottest porn for women that anyone has ever seen. And it's just as yes. dirty and it's just as filthy. Because here's one of the things I found is that like you search porn for women and it's a lot of like passionate missionary sex in on Pornhub. That kind of shit. It's on the mainstream tube sites. It's, it's horrible when you. And find it's like it. I don't really care to see this committed couple fucking missionary. I want to see you know someone get painted and come, but you know, but they want that and they like that and they're having a great time with that. <laughs> exactly. You know, like it's like or, or get degraded or like you know like get your ass you know spanked and whatever. But like they're having an awesome time and it's set in the context. If people go and hear me for the first time, they're at least going to have, it might be really rough. It's probably going to be kind of rough, you know, but. Um, yeah, depending on what you do in your private life, you know, maybe. It might be, but, uh, <laughs> and that's great, but that's, you know, that's, that's what folks, that's what they might be looking for at that point. Totally. But you're going to have those elements that it's rough, but it's rough because you want it to be rough. Yes. I want to ask you something before we do a little game. Um, do you have any tips for dirty talk? Hmm. You can't be shy. <laughs> You cannot okay. have any shame whatsoever. You got to just let it go. Okay. And you have to be com- you have to be confident and and you know you might like stumble over some things and that's okay, but it's more about like your confidence and how you deliver it. Yeah. Than than the content. Now you can work on, you know, you can work on things and you can better articulate, you know, what you want and that's and that's great, but I think it's it's mostly saying it with conviction. Yes. It's like fashion. If in fashion, like you, you're there to make a statement, you can't whisper your statement. You have to scream it. Now, you know what, actually, use a nice inside voice with the dirty talk. You don't you really don't want to scream the dirty talk. But no, you, you, you know no, what I'm saying? So. Like, yes, if you're going to do it, like you get into it. And I, that's what I think is, is hot. It's not necessarily like what you're saying, but like yeah. someone's like engaged. And, yeah. like, and, and when you're like and when you have sex with like really good, like dirty talk or like, you know, like BDSM stuff mixed with dirty talk. That just takes, that's like, again, that's like sex 601. That's when you take sex and when you put your brain in it. And when mm-hmm. you put your brain into sex, that's when that stuff gets revved up. And I hope I put, I can help people put their brain into like their arousal like yeah. with a lot of my content. And maybe that's why folks really jive with it too when they hear it. And now, part of the show is that we're going to play a couple games with each oh other. Oh, my gosh. That sounded mm. very sexy. <laughs> it's more you know funny what? than I, sexy. You know, I'm used to it. Whatever. Just old hat for me. Oh, he's like, is this where the phone sex starts? Do like, I what's need to happening? Get my baby, I have some baby oil right there. Do I need to get this? Let me get a towel first. Come on. <laughs> like, let me prepare a little bit before we... <laughs> let me put a tarp down. Go over. slow with me. Um... <laughs> Anyways, we're going to play a little game called Truth or Dare. Mm. And when someone chooses truth, um, they must answer the question truthfully. Um, And when someone chooses dare, they're given the task to complete. And because this is audio, it's going to be either a social media dare or on air. All right. Mm -hmm. So Mm. I'm going to start with you and then we'll we'll turn around. So (laughs) again, (laughs) pun not intended or intended. You ready? Yes. Truth or dare? Truth. Ooh. All right. 
This is a question for you. If you'd switch genders for a day, what would you do? Oh my God. The Hitachi <laughs> wand and I would just become best friends. <laughs> yes. I always employ the Hitachi in like my own sex life. That's a almost a every every time appearance. And I just like, That's wow, wonderful. you're having a great time with that. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I just one day just really have that kind of time because you know and like be able to come over and over again now you know like all the you know misogyny in the world and everything i'll pass on that you know <laughs> but, but if i could you know if i could just you like really utilize the hitachi to its true potential and understand what oh, it was meant to do from gosh. that side oh my god oh my god that would just be amazing I love that answer so much. <laughs> it is really good for every guy to have Hitachi one at home, I do have to say. Oh, I've burned through. I'm on my second or third one. I burned through them. You got to have the corded one, too, because yeah. then you can plug in the desire dial and just get that real boost on it as well. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, I just, um, <laughs> the guy I just dated had the one with a cord. Good. Absolutely. Good man, good man for sure. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Um, now it's my turn, your turn. All right, your turn. Truth or dare? I'm going to do dare. Oh, my gosh. So I want you to take, um, let's see. I want you to take um, two condiments that you, like, really don't think go together, like pickles and, like, chocolate sauce. Uh And I want you to put it on like half of a sandwich like you can take one slice of bread cut it in half and you have to eat the other you have to eat that on like and like post a picture of yourself doing it you can do it right now you can do it on audio or you can post like a photo of yourself doing it on your twitter or instagram and say hey this is my pickles and chocolate sauce sandwich that feel good filth oh my god okay i'll you do that you wanted a dare I'll, this is what true. a dare is I, it's true it's horrible um, dares yes, have I'm, to be gross because you know how else okay how else would you get people to tell the truth gross, if the dares were not deterring it's got to be the dares have to be a deterrent for the I've truth. had to do so many embarrassing shit, like text people that I ghosted. I horrible shit. Actually. Oh, God, that's worse than like you. You're complaining about a sandwich. Really? I, good God. That's like... No, I had to. Yeah, you're right. This is really sweet, actually, because nobody else is involved that I have to like bother on my phone. <laughs> Okay, I will. I will post this on Instagram so we can. I, I'll tag you and we have like. A it doesn't have to be pickles and chocolate sauce. Just like something gross. <laughs> You're like that's the thing you should not be eating, but people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that could also be applied. <laughs> hey, rimming is a thing. Definitely is. Of definitely great pleasure. Is. Of great pleasure. It has pleasure. a great spot in my in my content, and it's I am fantastic. a proponent for both ways. Most definitely. <laughs> So the last little game we're going to play is this or that. So I always preface this with it's kind of more about how you feel today, right? Because people get all like weird and they're like, oh, my God, I can't decide for the rest of my life. I'm like, this is just a game. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, Locked in on like on media, locked in on public facing media forever. No, it's no big deal at all. No, it's not. (laughs) So it's just basically what you're in the mood for today. Mm -hmm. Considering role play. 
Would you rather play the professor and the student or virgin play? Who's the virgin? Good, good question. Uh, I you. don't want to be the scared little virgin boy. <laughs> but, oh, I don't know. Those are two good ones. Right now, let's say, let's say virgin. Let's do it. Nice. But she's the virgin, not me. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to be the virgin anymore. This it's like, is what too- am I supposed to do? Like, try to pretend to be bad at sex or something like well, that? Well, Not know this which why, hole to put it in. This is why I'm always so good, confused about the virgin play, because I'm like, am I just going to lie there and be like, I don't know what this is, you know? <laughs> well, no, you've got to be all dirty saying like, daddy, I've never done this before, you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, please show me how it's, how it's exactly. done. Exactly. That's what's hot about it, right? <laughs> I guess, I guess so. It's also what's kind of lazy about it, but I Fair. <laughs> hey, bonus for you. If someone wants to do that and you can just pillow princess it out, there you go. Totally. So maybe I am into this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next one. Would you rather go to the sex shop with your partner or may it make a sex tape with your partner? Probably go to the sex shop. Nice. Have you done that? Going to sex shops? With your partner, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole thing is you got to be really careful about that. Be careful about what you buy and what it gets put in if you're going to be taking public transit, if you're in a large city. (laughs) Because I bought this paddle and they put it in a bag, but the handle was like longer than the bag. So I'm on the L. I'm on the red line with like this bag. Well, you know, it was someone I was dating at the time, you know, like, oh, we're going to go home. No, we're going home to use. And we did. It was a great paddle, but it was just, it was funny. I didn't care, but I was like, well, if people are going to be offended by that. That is I'll just, so I'll funny. just take them out and like whack them, <laughs> self-defensively <laughs> whack them with it. You're like, it's for flies. It's for flies. <laughs> it could be. It's a pretty good one. It's, us- it's utilitarian all around. Absolutely. Can't cook with it, but pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather choking or blindfold? Choking. Spanking or foot job? Spanking. Sex with an ex who was great in bed. I always have to say that. Or sex with a celebrity that will write a song about you. Celebrity. I mean, come on. When does you, I can have sex with an ex. When the heck is you going to get a song? Written? Let's just hope it's not a bad. Let's hope exactly. Missy Elliott's One know. Minute Man does not come out of that. <laughs> I'm out of that. You're like, I don't want to have that song written about me, no, but, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> um, anal sex or edging? Um, edging. I'm not a huge anal sex person. I like a finger in my butt, and I like to maybe put some fingers in other people's butts. But you same, know, same, same. I I like that. Can just depending, that can be kind of rough for some people. So for a lot, I'm, yeah. I'm just generally, I'm a vagina guy. It's purpose built. I'm a fan of it. No, but I'm totally if someone, I'm just one of those people who's not going to like gravitate. I'm never going to ask you to have anal sex. If someone asks me, of course, you know, I'll get down with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not someone who. But you're not pushing for it, you mean. But I love butt stuff. I mean, I am I'm a real huge proponent of butt stuff. I love it. I think people don't talk about it enough. You know, I think, I mean, I talk about it all the time with this podcast because I just want people to feel normal about it, you know, because it's such a big point of pleasure and it can just expand your sex life incredibly. So like, why wouldn't exactly. you try? Why, you know, we don't have clits, but we have prostates. 
I know. Those and are so fun to massage. The, <laughs> heck yeah, they are. I mean, I'd rather be on the receiving end, but that's great. I mean, it, it's very, very fun. It's so very guys fun need just, to like, yeah. guys need to embrace that. Get a little, Absolutely. You know, Amen. Get a little less, you know, uptight about that. No pun intended. And you just <laughs> got to relax a little bit. You do have to relax a little bit. You do that's have the to thing. relax. One, yeah. You have to relax a little bit. But it's great. The he spot. And a finger, and a finger is like, you don't have to relax as much as if you do like dick. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I don't necessarily like anything too big or like pegging, but I really just like, you know, a finger in and just like, you know, it's like almost, it's almost same for either sex. Almost. It's just up and in. Yeah. It's yep. up and in. It's up and in. And then you see how your partner's responding to it or you ask them and that's totally. how you, know, you dial it in. Yeah. That is true. That is true. All right. Um, 69 or masturbating while your partner is watching? 69. Orgasm control or swinging? Orgasm control. Changing room, having sex in a changing room. Or I wanted to say go see a dominatrix, but I feel like you're not going to be into that. <laughs> changing room, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you even have a really great audio. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have done room. changing room audio, yeah. I don't know, like am I, what am I doing with the dominatrix? Are we just like hanging out or are we having like you know because <laughs> you know the funny thing is my ex wife my ex wife um after we split, like we both found out that we were doms. Like we were vanilla. Funny. My ex wife and I. That's funny. Well well then you're obviously yeah. not compatible because not <laughs> Yeah, so two really, people it's, trying we're, to we're be we're the having, owner we're of having, the dog. Like, like the best <laughs> sex of our lives, right? Like like now we're happier than we've ever been because we're just able, we discovered who we are and then we're able to be who we are. Yeah, absolutely. And it sometimes takes a little bit. So I think that to explore different parts of yourself sexually will just make it so I'm like such a curious person in general, but in bed as well. And I've always, with most things, I'm just like, oh, I haven't, if I haven't tried yet, I'm not going to knock it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like maybe... That's not necessarily sounds extremely appealing, but as long as it doesn't hurt, like really hurt, you know, somebody. Yeah. Um, we can try. Of and course. Who knows? Maybe it's like something that I I'm so turned on by. Like you. You know you what? When it comes on. to trying food, when it comes to you know all that stuff, it never hurts to try. Now you know what? We have to be smart and we have to trust our partner. Like you have to trust True. that chef, right? That's preparing like the fugu for you. You know, the blowfish, like you got, yeah. you can't have some chump doing that. You've got to have, you got to have Jiro back there. You want Jiro Seriously. like preparing that Seriously. stuff for you. And then, you know, you want an experienced, you know, BDSM partner if you're going to be doing that. Absolutely. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I really, I really thought so. Like the first person I ever did like more intense play with, he, he trained with the Dom. You know, and I think that was already a conversation beforehand where it was like, oh, interesting. You know, like just to really know different parts of it right the safety part of it like yeah communication the, all the those things the game you know part of it because there's so much about like the way the game works you know that yeah. i didn't really know about i'm like oh okay I mean, it's yeah. just fascinating all those you know all those fun things when i heard you like say training with the dom i kind of got like this image though of like the rocky three like apollo and rocky oh. like on the beach like montage and like they're running and they're like and they're, they're whipping. like lifting they're doing like calisthenics <laughs> together like picking stuff up over their heads doing chin-ups and then I also like and then they're like sequence. doing really intense workouts of like spanking and stuff like that. 
He's like spanking Seriously. a punching bag. Like <laughs> I actually do think that it was a little bit like that, like learning. Hey, that's awesome, on, on though. Wood, it's like a full you know encompassing, I mean? like physical, mental, you know, all those things. It's become the best BDSM partner you That's it. I got work to, to do. I've got work to do. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having Such me. Such a pleasure. Um, how can people find you? Let us know. Feelgoodfilth.com. Um, if you search Feel Good Filth on the internet, and Google and you can't find me, then I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I can't help you. But I, I create all easy. my premium I um I create all my premium content, patreon.com slash feelgoodfilth. That's where my best stuff is. Um cool. six audios a month. I have an OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash feelgoodfilth. And that's where I do some stroking vids every month. You know, I try to make my stuff, you know, uh really, really, really well priced and accessible. So hopefully, you know, more folks can enjoy and, and find me and you know we can get this uh we can get this thing off the ground for real here. It's already so incredible. I mean, I, I would say within the audio porn world, for me, I mean, you're the, you are the greatest performer out there. So I think, Aww. yeah, it's the truth. Isn't it great when we can find something that we're good at? You know, that's really great. I sucked at sports as a kid. You know, I was uncoordinated, you know, all this crap. It's great that sometimes even late in life, we can find, we can find what we're, we're good at. Absolutely. Well, you, you all, I'm going to go and link all your stuff um, in the show notes, but people, awesome. you have to check out his work. It's incredible. And um, stay safe out there. Yeah, you do the same. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us on Pillow Talk. I'll be back this Sunday with a full Pussy Church service and more Pillow Talk next week. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you on Sunday. 